0: Welcome to another episode of Dating Intentionally. I'm your host, Talia, aka your dating app partner in crime. If you're new to the show, welcome. On Dating Intentionally, I'm helping you create meaningful connections in a way that truly aligns with your goals and values while having a great time. Dating can be fun. Don't believe me? Keep listening. Our karaoke-loving guest today is a great example of how you can have fun while dating. His journey includes line dancing Taekwondo and confronting bad texters. We all know one of those. I love hearing your feedback and answering your dating questions, so if you have any dating comments, questions, or concerns, slide into my DMs on Instagram at dating.intentionally. I also encourage you to share this episode or podcast with someone who's navigating dating and might need a little confidence boost or some tough love. I just want to say before we get into it, Thank you so much for listening because this podcast now has over 50,000 downloads, which seems crazy since I started it six months ago. So thank you for that. It's really cool. This is a hobby and I'm just, you know, having fun. It is so cool. Thank you. Today's episode is for you if you're navigating dating when you know you have to move for work in the near future, which is really why I wanted to talk to our guest, Christopher, not his real name, because this comes up a lot. And I personally have never had that experience. Christopher is in his early 30s. He's of Asian descent and he works in academia. So he moves for work occasionally. He's also, you know, looking for something serious. We talked about his approach to dating apps, including how he uses roses on Hinge, what it's like to date someone who's bad at texting and what happens when you confront them and how he's also not learned to take things personally in dating. We also went through his profile, we talked about his thought process while he's swiping, and I just love Christopher's openness and positivity. At the end of the episode, I'm answering a listener question. So let's get intimate with Christopher. Christopher, how are you today, how's it going?
1: I'm good, I'm good. Uh, It's a cold evening, but it's good.
0: All right, well, I'm really excited to have you on. So today we're gonna talk all about your dating experience on the apps, dating when you have a big move coming up
1: uh-huh. in your early you're
0: in your early 30s um you're dating women right yeah absolutely. okay and kind of what your experience has been like also you're asian if at, at all how that is affecting mm-hmm. your experience mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we're just gonna get into it so let's start off really easy what are mm-hmm. you looking for right now in your dating what is your like immediate goal
1: uh-huh so as you mentioned i'm kind of moving so that sort of like messes up a little bit in terms of the long-term plan which makes it a bit more hazy but you know just some very simple goals I think which I view as dating wins so um like finding cool places to to eat and drink in the city I mean that's always much better with with company and like um you know going to cool events and cool pop-ups um that's always (laughs) much better yeah Yeah. uh and then meeting interesting people um and learn from them so you know I've throughout my dating experience one of the benefits of going through this so somehow uh it's like i learned more about myself and i also learn more about books and podcasts and and the world
0: right people are full of information uh, and you can learn so much so okay so these goals sound very like immediate because you are moving but if you were yeah. staying in your location which is somewhere on the east coast right, right now right. what would your goals be
1: yeah so my my goal would be finding a long-term partner um yeah i do see myself starting a family i was at various points in my 20s, kind of, you know, thinking I'll be more bohemian than that. But I think, um, yeah, I do see uh, settling down with somebody long term.
0: I like it. You got your options open, but you know that ultimately you want a long term partner. Do you want to be married? Does that matter?
1: Well, no, not really. I mean, I want to elope actually. Just want to like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, want yeah. like
1: the, like. I don't want a big ceremony. That's definitely <laughs> the worst thing. Uh,
0: yes, uh, we know. are on the same page. I I do not either. <laughs> 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 That's awesome.
1: But have you managed like or the the ceremony itself? The best part of it is like seeing my worlds collide, like all the different friends sort of meeting together. I think that's like the only fun part I see other than that, I don't really see the point yeah.
0: I understand that right. It's like, it's like a celebration, but like you don't really care about the legal or like the contract of it for right. sure. and I wanted to ask you a little just to give us a little like what is your relationship experience coming into dating right now, like how many relationships have you had? Mm-hmm. Have you right. lived with anyone
1: mm-hmm. yeah, so i have I've had three. Uh, women I've lived with actually.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my, my first was uh, my college act. So, you know, insofar as you live in like a dorm together, then that's like living together. Right. Right.
0: right. Okay.
1: Uh, that's like, that they, they went on for like, you know, four years throughout my, my college time. So during my, when I was doing my, my grad school, um, I lived with someone else who was also a graduate student, not in my program though, uh, for, for two, three years yes. and
0: someone you were dating.
1: Yeah, we were dating. Okay, yeah, okay. Exactly. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, so wow. Most recently during COVID, uh, I had a relationship which you know it really got accelerated because of COVID. And we kind of were kind of dating only for two, three months, and then you know, COVID hit. And I sort of suggested it, you know, she just moved in and she agreed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> wow. And yeah, I feel like that happened with a lot of COVID relationships. I know people who are kind of like staying in a relationship longer because now covid's over they after all it's said and done they now want to see what their relationship looks like in a more normal world right Right. even though they did have that intense time and they yeah yeah, it's so interesting how covid affected that so that ended when did that when did that end
1: uh around december 2021 yeah
0: okay what was that Mm. process like the healing from that and then getting wow. back on the apps
1: Ooh, wow so it was a whole thing so
0: <laughs> <anything>
1: <laughs> I bet, yeah so another thing was that um so the person I was living with was also like she had to move um so I moved with her because I could do my job remotely so it was like a whole wow it was, it was added, added pressure I guess so I was it wasn't a weird time so at that point when we broke up um I was looking for the next academic job Um, a permanent one. Uh, So it made things like kind of an emotional roller coaster. Um, So I was doing that as I was, I was interviewing as I was breaking up. That's
0: a lot of change. And you're moving, like you're like, you're moving out, Uh like you have to find a new place to live. I assume at that point too. Oh, wow. Okay. Right.
1: Oh Well, the twist is that I was actually living in France at that point. Right.
0: (laughs) Wow. International man. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: So I was, uh, I lived with her like during most of COVID. And then I had like this short term, like, gig in france so i was in i was in france and um i don't think i don't really think it was the long distance that um broke us up it was like other factors Got uh yeah so i was in france and you know my friends told me that paris which was where i live was the best city to be heartbroken in and i think that's really true not that uh, i was actually dating anyone i think in france i only went on like two of the hits um
0: right right uh, okay so so mm-hmm. it was a time between. Okay, you broke up in twenty December twenty twenty one, and when did yeah. you come back here and start dating? Uh, right,
1: August twenty two. Yeah. That's okay.
0: Right. Wow. Okay. So you took a lot of time. Yeah. You, okay. So do you think like that was too much time? Because that is definitely a question that comes off. Like how long, hmm. how long do you wait after a big breakup like that to get back but, out there? Like looking back, how do you feel about that?
1: I think it was almost the perfect time. Yeah. Nice. Because I had two things going for me. Like somehow being in France felt like. It was a holiday. It didn't feel real, you know? Like, you walk around, uh, you know, the Jardin du Luxembourg, like you know, all these friends <laughs> And walk along the Seine, and you feel like nothing is real. And so it felt Did like... Did you just
0: throw some French in there? What? Did you just throw some French in there? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Casually,
1: just dropping yeah, some French. Casual. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was... Yeah, it was like... You know, because it didn't really feel like real life. I didn't feel any like dating pressure, and I was just like enjoying myself with my friends and like you know drinking a, wine, eating cheese. But
0: <laughs> that's the best place. That's the best thing to do after a breakup, right. though. Right. It truly exactly. is. I'm glad that you had that experience. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I didn't really think about like women. I mean, I thought about my ex, of of course, but I didn't really think about like
0: right. You're just focusing on yourself, your friends, yeah. and healing. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. So you've been on the apps since August. I yeah. know you've been dating. Can you walk us through what your profile looks like right now? And like, oh, or, or well, first tell us what apps you're on, and then pick one to walk us through.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'll pick Hinge because that's okay. been most, um, <laughs> kind of, um, you know, useful. Are you on yeah, Tinder? I'm on, or I'm on Bumble. No, I'm not on Tinder at all. Uh, I'm on Bumble. I'm on Coffee Meets Bagel, but I only check that occasionally. Most of right, the time. Right. Okay.
0: I- yeah hinge is the best let's be real yeah
1: (laughs) i I agree
0: all right let's do Uh,
1: it so let's see so um well so there's this option which says which do we have in common so i talk about going to indie concerts so i do like indie music that's a big part of my life uh second one was i spent large chunks of the last few years in europe which is (laughs) yeah the whole traveling thing you know i thought that was kind of cool so and the third third one is like this self-deprecating thing about you know like a, a terrible dancer, but I would do it in the in weddings. Yeah,
0: <laughs> everyone loves. I mean, there's always got to be that one person who's horrible at dancing but doesn't care. I definitely yeah. am pretty bad at dancing, but I do care, <laughs> and I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to.
1: I mean, to be honest, I care, but then after like a few cocktails, yeah. you don't really care anymore. Amazing,
0: amazing! Uh, I love that. Yeah. That's fun. Those are those are good.
1: Yeah, so there's the best travel story. So those once when I was stuck in Narita, uh, the Japan, the airport in Japan in Tokyo and uh, in a suburb of tokyo uh just for some flight and one of the, one of the things i learned is that you cannot sleep overnight in the airport so you have to go to the city and i had like karaoke and got drunk with some pilots and they were not the people who are <laughs> taking me the next day but for, but you know they were really fun
0: that's a that's a great story i love that
1: <laughs> and yeah so karaoke is sort of like one of my hobbies like that was what got me through grad school
0: see so, that's great you're like sneaking that in there like the yeah. karaoke thing right, right oh, that's right. good that's good
1: Um, And then, yeah, then, uh, you know, the usual uh, religion stuff, the agnostic, uh, liberal, and my hometown and my, I guess, occupation. Right, all that
0: stuff. Do you have on your profile, like, what does it say what you're looking for? I say long-term
1: relationship, open to short.
0: Awesome. Okay. And no other details, just that
1: uh no no
0: okay yeah. interesting we'll come back to that very cool <laughs> what else you got
1: and then green flags I say willing to talk about taboo and difficult topics um yeah
0: <laughs> I think that's that's a really that's a really good green flag I feel like a lot of people would resonate with that and I yeah I wonder if anyone looks at that it's like no that's definitely not me <laughs> you
1: know? all of my but, I think all of the people I've dated have been like very very open about talking this about this kind of difficult yeah. topics and I think that's uh something i I think
0: as as a woman like seeing that on your profile it's like okay this guy values communication and that's that's a huge huge green flag so that's great
1: and then ideal date okay a bottle of wine a home-cooked meal so i do cook (laughs) and uh and karaoke in front of the tv yeah
0: okay cool you mentioned karaoke twice that's awesome i think Oh, and uh the one thing the last thing
1: there's of note is bouldering. So there's a picture of me bouldering, which is what I do.
0: Oh, fun. I boulder too. I don't remember <laughs> if we talked about that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, that's great. I feel like you've got a lot in there. You've got personality uh, and also some signals of like, I'm looking for what you're looking for. It's like what your profile aligns with what you say you're looking for, which I think is really important and subtle. It's subtle, like <laughs> something that people. It's something people would pick up on if they're reading profiles, but it's not in your face. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. I think right. people from what I remember again, not too long ago on the apps, it's like every single prompt was like, I want this in a person and that in person and this in a relationship. It's like, tell me about yourself though. You know? So it's good right, that right, right. your profile is mostly about you.
1: You know, I took some time to sort of fine tune it and like think about what works and what doesn't, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
0: So while we're on the, topic of apps and using hinge i did a little q a with the Mm. uh instagram audience and everyone's pretty much dying to know the same thing Ah, what is your strategy like you're sitting on a sunday you're swiping you're watching tv like well, actually you give us the picture what's going on when you're on the apps like cruising Mm.
1: so i think well especially last year 2022 i sort of i put in more efforts on the app like i tried to spend more time in it so on the bus home i basically try and like swipe on people so i do try to get these roses sometimes like just buy a pack or something and like, and like expand it over the week i guess uh, or spend it over the week yeah and um, so profiles which i find kind of interesting i'll sort of write a couple of paragraphs Oh, not paragraph sentences yeah
0: and then
1: i give them a rose i guess yeah okay so that, you know, on an average night basically you know i would like send maybe two roses i would say and also respond to like the best, I don't know, the, the, whatever they recommended, right. That's like a thing. every Right. Yeah. 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 So, okay.
0: Okay, cool. So are you also sending out regular likes and comments, not just roses? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I assume you're paying because you get roses, you're paying for the subscription. I did.
1: I I, I recently unpaid, which was a different, which is a new story, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it.
0: Um, I, I paid, I really liked paying. I never, I never used the roses. Yeah. Um. I never used the roses, but I, yeah, so tell me about your experience using roses because that comes up a lot. And if you're listening and you don't know what that is, basically Hinge has a feature where you yeah. can like kind of get to the top of someone's profile. You kind of get noticed by sending a rose versus just a regular heart or comment. So the rose is kind of like a way to get really it's like in their in their face. Like I really like you, like talk to me. So do you get responses? Like tell me about yeah. your experience. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so last year, I'm uh, 22 I did go on something like two or three dates, maybe two dates a week, which was kind of like a kind that's of that's
0: amazing. Week.
1: Yeah, I tried to optimize the roses. So, you know, I look at I look at a profile and like of course if I have like I feel I have no chance with this person, for example, like I will not give them a rose. <laughs> so it's you know, it's this back and forth, I guess. I mean, okay, like, can it's, you
0: it's, and yeah. look, I'm asking, I'm definitely asking yeah. you
1: to be open about this because like yeah, this is yeah, yeah, you're you're
0: taking us in the mind of of Christopher, like what makes you think you don't have a chance with someone?
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, if there's just absolutely nothing in common, for example, you know. Okay. Right. To be honest, like, you know, if they are really, really good looking, but there's like there seems to be nothing in common, then I'll not give them a rose, but maybe I'll say something on their profile just for fun. I mean, just just Yeah, you're just
0: yeah, you're just you're just shooting your shot because you have nothing to lose. Yeah. If you have something to say, even if there's a low chance of them responding, why not? Yeah,
1: right, right. Um,
0: okay. And I've so, I've literally so many questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. shoot. yeah.
0: So on average, like how many, like, mm. do you basically heart and comment every profile you see? Like, I know, and I'm only oh. asking that because I know some guys like that's their strategy, right? Because they know that they need to cast a wide net, but mm-hmm. what, yeah. So, so what's your take on that?
1: Yeah. So, so definitely not. Uh, I think, I mean, there, there are some profiles which just, you know, you, I mean, I just look at it and like more than just nothing in common is just, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. Okay. Yeah, so I you're definitely, you're is. discerning.
0: You're discerning. Yeah, That's exactly. great. I love yeah. that. So tell us more about that. Because I think that was a question that came up a lot in the Q&A. It's like, well, what right. will make you comment versus not? Like, and, and I'm getting more into like the pictures and prompts. Like hmm. what's, what are you looking for on there?
1: So I think one thing that really helps is our, our funny prompts.
0: <laughs> really?
1: prompts. <laughs> There was somebody whom I matched recently. We can talk more about her soon. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I mean this this profile is somewhat very detailed, very specific. I'm not going to read it, but you know it's like a very specific skills, for example, that um, she had, which I which I chuckled at when I when I saw it. And um, that really I think attracted me, and it also made me. It's it's also much more you know it's easier for me to respond to a profile like that. Like make make some. With the comment in return if, if it's funny.
0: Right. And you are like really smart. You can, yeah. you have like that confidence. Not everyone has that. I think a lot of what I mm. hear from my community is like, it's hard to come up with funny responses to stuff and right. people don't know what to say. So it's great that you're relying on your natural wit to uh, start these conversations. Right.
1: It's easy to respond if you sort of say what TV shows you're watching or what books you're reading or what podcasts you're listening to. I mean, you can- you know, if it's something I, I, I don't know, I'll just ask, oh, is it really good? And like, you know, what's so, what's so fun? Oh, that's such a
0: that's a really good starter. Like if anyone mentions any TV show or anything, yeah, even if you don't watch it, you can say like, oh, why do you like it? Or like, oh, right. should I watch this? Great idea.
1: Yeah. So if people express strong opinions, like, for example, if they say, oh, I know the best place in town for margaritas. And then I'll say, no, I, you don't. No. <laughs> or maybe I don't say that. Or, you know, I.
0: No, I, I think
1: we're, that's. We're, we're, That's fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's, I think I like that. I think it's fun when you're playful on the apps. It's me, it makes it so much easier, you know, like, oh, I bet you don't know the best place for margaritas. Like, that's (laughs) very fun to respond Mm -hmm. to. And it's like low pressure. And it's like, you're clearly like the one thing I noticed from what you're talking about is you actually read profiles. I do. And I think (laughs) the thing, questions from the ladies in my audience were very much like, ask if he, it reads profiles just looks at pictures so let's talk about the importance of pictures like let's be like be real like what are you looking at when you're like browsing photos
1: so of course you know i
0: we could um, say it attractiveness matters yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> okay attractive
1: yeah right right yeah um like a good picture we should displace you know your entire feature, of your face right you want to yeah. see a
0: peer a clear picture yeah. of them yeah
1: exactly yeah yeah and like, how do course- you feel
0: about group photos
1: Oh, uh, I found them sometimes confusing. Yeah, so there's this like kind of trope among dating apps where like, <laughs> you're all your photos have like five other people there, and you know, do like you, I just have no idea what's going on, basically.
0: Do you have any group photos on your profile? I,
1: okay. uh, I think I might have one.
0: Yeah, uh, I think one yeah. is acceptable and like yeah, right. it's fine. Okay, um, two, two. Um, uh, probably acceptable. I mean, what you have like six photos on Hinge that you can do, so that's right. That's Only right. two are group photos. I'm sure they're fantastic. Funnily <laughs> enough,
1: these two group photos of mine are with two couples. I mean, you know, my cu- my my friends are couples. <laughs> so <I don't laughs> there know. you go. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: like put, it's like putting a signal out there, like hey, yeah, you, let's, <laughs> let's let's do a double date over here. now. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool.
1: I think it's also, they're right. I've also responded to photos of people traveling. I mean, you know, if the background is a sort of well-known tourist spot in some place, um, that's really easy to respond to. And I've definitely gotten good responses.
0: Yeah. Them. Travel is a really good one. Oh, I think absolutely. that universally people, it's like an easy conversation starter. What's something that you wish more women would do on the apps or like could know when they're using the apps, like interacting with men that might mm-hmm. make it easier for everyone involved? Because apps are hard.
1: Right, right. That's true. Well, um, be more consistent with responses, I guess. There's also... um, Okay,
0: that's a really good one. Yeah, I think that's a general tip for everyone, no matter what gender, who you're looking for. Um, I don't know any
1: women specific tip, I guess. Um, Yeah, that's
0: that's true. Well, I guess, like, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. Like, all the complaints I hear about app usage... It's right. both sides. Like women don't ask questions and are not right. great at keeping a conversation. It's not just guys, you know, right, <laughs> who right, are bad. Right, so it's like right, yeah. yeah, it's like everyone. Hey, maybe open up the apps more. Leave your notifications on. Right, right. Uh, possibly <laughs> it would be good. You know, I think that's kind of a good way to go. um and That's
1: great. What you said about asking questions is right. Like, I mean, there are you know, oftentimes you know, they just they just give the nice. I mean, even a nice answer, but they don't ask a question back, and it's kind of hard to respond. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly.
0: Well, I'm so glad that you gave us all this insight. I mean, <laughs> it's seriously, it's gold. I would love to hear what are some challenges you're facing right now, you know, or in general throughout your dating life. Uh-huh.
1: So I think right. So the biggest challenge for me right now is having to explain that I'm moving away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. How are you? Yeah. This comes up a lot too. So how are you addressing that?
1: I try to tell them within at the end of the first date, I would say. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, really? Okay. The the first date. Yeah. After and and I've had
1: some women who felt kind of um, cheated that I didn't even tell them when I was texting them. Yeah, which I think is a bit fair too. I think that's kind of fair. And I think since the move is kind of closer, uh, I've definitely tried to make that clearer. Yeah, it's hard
0: because uh, yeah, you're right. Like you want to meet people, and right. obviously, it's set on your profile, you do say, but well, you say you're looking for long, open to short, or the other way around.
1: Uh, uh long, open to short. Right. The long thing is also related to a controversial dating opinion that I'll have.
0: <laughs> okay. What is it? Sure, go ahead. So I think I think a long
1: distance relationship is kind of not a bad thing. Yeah. Okay. So, why? So let me just pre- preface this by saying I don't expect anyone to move for me. I don't, you know, demand that anyone move for me. I think that's a huge ass, and you know, I think it's extremely unfair. But having said that, I think it's an important test in some sense to it's a, it's a test for the relationship, it's a test how. Stable it is. It tests um, how independent you are and whether or not you your personality is still intact. You know, I think the best relationships. I think we all can agree is one in which you know you don't entirely merge into one human being, um, and you still have your own circles. Uh, And I think a long distance relationship is not such a bad thing because you end up having two homes, right? Uh,
0: I love it. You're like there's perks. We can go places. You're such a traveler. Absolutely. I hear what you're saying and I think that it is a test and like I did one year of long distance relationship, uh, long, yeah, long distance in my last relationship. And like, I'm glad it was just, it had, it was like one year, right. We knew it was going to be one year and that was nice. Like there was no ambiguity. Mm-hmm. So would I do it, choose to do it again, like, no, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was a good test. And I do hear what you're saying. I think that, but like, what about a relationship, like starting that way, you know, like from the jump. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. So
1: in academia and about my social circle, somehow there are some instances when people meet at conferences and they start a relationship and then (laughs) that's That's like beginning long distance immediately. Uh, And somehow just from observation, um, it seems that some of these actually work out. Some of these have actually worked out into like, you know, of course, eventually they move together or, you know, they actually, they eventually resolve this
0: long distance thing that they had. Right, it's not forever, right? It's, it's forever. like yeah, yeah. That's a I do really mean good that, like, I don't
1: mean like long distance
0: forever. Yeah.
1: But for example, I do know I do know a good uh, girlfriend of mine who uh, met this guy on a ski trip. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> okay, I don't want to reveal too much details, but um. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she, she, she met this guy. They really hit it off. Um, and, but they live in like two different coasts basically, but I don't know if you, you can't really say that in a relationship yet, but there's some, certainly something going on and it seems to be going well, actually. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, I mean, I think, yeah, like obviously it can happen. I guess like when I talk to people on Instagram, my thing is like, if you want a relationship, it's probably better to go for someone who's in your immediate geographic location. And yeah. that you can actually General grow idea. with. But yeah, like it's not impossible and it totally can work. It's just right. harder. And it for me, it's it like is- dating is already hard enough. Like, why <laughs> yeah. make it even harder? But okay, so for you right now, like you are you are going, you you know where you're moving to on the east coast. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere near where you are now. Oh, so it's you, kind of
1: close. I mean, well, oh, I mean,
0: okay, it's on the same coast, but it's not yeah. like a drive; it's so a flight, right? Flight. It's a yeah, flight. it's not a long flight, but it's still a flight. Oh. And you are meeting up with people. You're telling them on the first date. Yeah. So, what's yeah, what's going on right now? Like, if you want to share yeah. a little bit, you sure. said there was someone in the mix. <laughs>
1: so, well, this is all related to there was a question about, uh, I guess, dating wins.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we'll get to that. Okay, yeah, let's talk about your dating wins.
1: Yeah, so, um, so I met this person um, over uh the break over you know christmas-ish i guess i mean i matched with her over christmas and uh we've gone on like four dates now which um and they all like have been like kind of long dates and i feel like i haven't this is kind of a milestone like four is a milestone i haven't had that um since my previous relationship i think
0: so you Uh, haven't been on four dates with someone in a while
1: yeah 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. but
0: that is a milestone that's a huge win amazing
1: yeah yeah (laughs) um And I think, um, one of the wins is like, somehow I think there's a pattern among my relationships where I kind of hesitate about talking about difficult stuff. Okay. It's easy to talk about topics, but it's difficult to talk about your own, like, you know, your own shit, I guess.
0: Yeah, it is. (laughs) I think literally every single person listening has, or is struggling with that, including myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like I will admit, like in my relationship now, it. It, earlier on it took me a couple of days to bring something up now maybe we're down to 30 minutes you know, like, <laughs> that's like, that's yeah yeah so I would say like it's it's hard
1: so so for example with this you know the, the 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 person I dated during COVID um we really didn't talk about the future it felt like oh you know just like you know go with the flow and like see what happens and it was COVID anyway we're just having fun all the time but we never you know, sat down and talk seriously about the future until I like, kind of deep into it when I think there was um, some dissonance about um, what we view ourselves at. Um, so I, I thought that in the next relationship or anything that could be promising, I promised myself to talk about it early. And- um,
0: Ooh, okay. So yeah. what is that? Can you give us an example? Like, what does that look like?
1: Yeah. So I, I, I asked her like, you know, what are we, where are we at? And uh, what do you see? Where do, where do you see this thing going? And like, what did she say? Well, um, so she's uh, she's not um, she's has, she's very skeptical about long distance relationship, <laughs> which you know I respect. I really really respect that. And uh, and she doesn't know she doesn't completely know um, where she's at right now, uh, and she has a lot of things to figure out. But she's down to continue seeing me and or seeing each other. And and we even talked about I mean not really strictly being exclusive, but how like we are both we're not really looking at the apps right now. I guess.
0: Uh, that's right. awesome i mean sometimes it's just yeah it just kind of happens that way right where both of you are not looking at the apps anymore because you're right. too busy or you're just happy with where you're at right now and exactly, you don't yeah. need anything else that's that's amazing i'm really like it's very and, it's really brave to have those conversations and right, right. no matter how it goes it's like now you are strengthening this muscle and right, that's right. why the repetition of dating is such so important right and one
1: thing is that right so there's a difference in texting so Oh, no. uh, she's terrible at texting <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, but, but, but understandably so I think, um, you know, I think she only like, I'm kind of social. I'm kind of like an extrovert and I think she's uh, much more of an introvert.
0: We and, usually are drawn that way. I mean, I'm an extrovert too. Right. And I right. like only date introverts. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's, uh, that tends to happen. Uh, and, and I brought it up, I brought up texting and, um, she explained why and expectations were set. And how did you bring good. it up? Well, I just asked, like, you know, you take like such a long time to respond, like what's going on? Yeah. Did you
0: did you say that to her in person or over text?
1: Oh, in person. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> over text, she will like, oh, wait like 10 years to her. Right. <laughs> For,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years later. Sorry, I've just been really busy. Um so yeah. how did she take that question? She laughed. <laughs> okay, she laughed. Yeah, so she's, 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 aware. she's aware.
1: She's yeah, very, very, very aware. Very well. Yeah, yeah. But
0: that's think, amazing.
1: I think I, like what was, what was kind of pleasant was, um, so I do initiate most of the texts at the beginning, but after that texting conversation and, you know, the next day she started the text, which was. Uh, I love
0: that. And what if, but what it would have happened if she hadn't changed anything or like.
1: Oh, um, like I, I told her not to change, you know, like, I just thought like, like the whole conversation was not really about changing anyone's behavior or like, yeah, it's, it's about like setting expectations, I guess.
0: I love that. I seriously love that approach. Like you're so neutral. You just want to put it out, get it out there and just see what happens. It's like, you don't have, you're not trying to change her. You're just like, okay, why is this happening? And then it's new information and you can move forward with that information. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you're talking about this because I feel like a lot of people listening would struggle with this. This comes up so much. And I'm glad to know it's not only, again, it's not only guys, there (laughs) are women out there who are bad texters too. So yeah 100 that's incredible
1: and another thing was uh you know i asked her if, if i was coming on too hard actually if i was um you know because i think with all my previous relationships at the beginning you know, like was really kind of intense i think i definitely initiated it but they initiated back <laughs> uh and with with this current person um she wanted to really take it slow and she made it very clear so yeah i think there was a there was something that I really wanted to test out. I wanted a relationship that doesn't just go all crazy and like, oh, you know, you move in within two months. I mean, there was also there was COVID, but also it's
0: like, uh, <laughs> not COVID anymore. Uh yeah. so yeah, we, we don't have to do that. <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> oh wow. my gosh. Wow, that is really fascinating. Um, I love hearing this side of it because I feel like again, like it's usually switched and right. it's think, really cool that you're able to communicate this.
1: Go ahead. I think a lot of guys um, you know, they seem kind of standoffish kind of cold at the beginning or but it's, it's because they don't really have the vocabulary to sort of express uh kind of excitement I guess or like maybe society pushes them not to do that um and I mean even for myself even though I'm, I think I'm more expressive than most guys but uh I definitely I still have this like play hard to get mindset in my brain somehow
0: wow do you feel like you actively have to push against that mindset in the dating process
1: uh, against, against, you mean, um, the
0: hard to get mindset. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think like you so. have
0: to, you, like, you consciously have to like go against right. that because internally I think I'm like just excited. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Uh, but because people have been, you know, like you just been conditioned to sort of have that mindset.
0: Right right like don't don't like play it cool don't be too excited exactly
1: exactly so it's always a struggle to sort of ensure that you know there's a balance i guess it it's was- hard
0: you're right it's so hard like because people want to see the person they're talking to be excited but then there's a messaging of don't be too excited you're gonna scare <laughs> them off but i also I always yeah. say like a secure person won't be scared off by receiving interests from someone right
1: right Absolutely. yeah yeah,
0: yeah oh my god that's but, really cool
1: yeah and, and I, I didn't ask I just, I just asked her like is this coming on too strong and she said, a, bit, she
0: oh. she said a little bit
1: but it's okay uh
0: you know yeah. what good for her like that's also shows she's willing to get a little uncomfortable and I think yeah. when you are trying to build a relationship yeah you have to get a little uncomfortable um
1: okay it was just a relief like, having this conversation I was really quite apprehensive but it was kind of a relief yeah
0: that is so amazing to hear. I just like bravo to you. Uh, I love I love seeing this like bravery and curiosity in dating. Yeah. It's just that's where it gets really fun and you also yeah. know like no matter what happens you're going to be okay. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Yeah, even if none of these conversations pan out, you're going to be all right. So you said you're not on the apps, you're not really using the apps anymore right now.
1: Um no, not really. Well, I mean I I look at it, but I don't I don't think I've matched with anyone and yeah maybe a couple of weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's good to take a break. Sometimes it's good that it's, you still have it. So you're like, cause you're not exclusive with this person yet. Yeah, no, mm-hmm, right. Yeah. That makes sense. Are there any other like themes or patterns that have come up for you? You mentioned a couple of things, but anything else that have come up because you did de- going on two dates a week. I mean, that's a lot. That's a that lot a more. Lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think I've spent sort of you know, most of my adult life kind of being suspended within this like very insecure ether or whatever, you know, the the whole academic job market is extremely tough, of course. And that was like kind of my first priority. And, but that sort of, you know, it stunts my growth a bit, to be honest, you know, like I've had this like three great relationships, like they're, they're great, but somehow, um, just dating people was not really uh, a thing that I, you know, it was, it was, it was like a new thing for me, I guess. So like
0: you mean like the work. dating process, like right, just right. going out on dates and okay.
1: Right. 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 So I, I really, so that two dates a week thing was like me really, me really trying hard actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like trying to, trying to experiment and like know what's out there and what dating is like, I guess.
0: Are you yeah. having fun?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, I think one of the things I learned is that somehow um you know, not to take things too personally, I guess. Yeah. Of course the whole ghosting thing, I've ne- never actually really been ghosted badly. Fortunately. um That's good to hear. Okay. Maybe once, <laughs> but, but not, it's not, it's not that common for me, I think. Yeah. And, right. but I've, right. I've ghosted people like once or twice as well. And like I really don't want to do that anymore. I mean, that's really terrible, I think. uh But yeah, so but not taking things too personally and just having fun is um, kind of something that I, learned from from this whole experience
0: that's amazing i love it
1: and another thing is that you know i had a mindset of like investments you know like when you go on a date or like when you text a person when you when you when you continuously text a person you're sort of investing in them right in like investing in this connection and like you'll feel bad if like the investment falls through or whatever but like somehow having not thinking about things in that framework is is useful and i have to struggle with that but I'm, I'm trying.
0: Well, I think it's, yeah, it's interesting. I I like the idea, the concept of investing. Um, And when you are ch- chatting with someone, you are investing in them. And like, I do think your investment does need to be proportional to the amount of time you've spent getting to know that person. So it's like, like you said, yeah, like two months in, you're <laughs> moving in together. That's <laughs> like, that investment isn't proportional to the time you've spent together. And it feels weird. So right, when right, someone, okay. so it's like when someone's coming in really hot on the first date or second right, date, right, it's like, right. well, I've only spent maybe two to three hours with you in my entire life, and you're like already so into me, right, right, you right? You know, it's weird. That's, that's or right. yeah, so it's like I do think the concept of investment is important, but it's like
1: mm. it it
0: needs to be aligned with the time and you yes, check.
1: Yes, that, that, that. that's a that's a great point. Yeah, absolutely. um
0: Do you have any like personal dating rules or boundaries or standards that you have for yourself?
1: Mm, Yeah. Uh, Well, so most of my first dates have been like coffee dates or a drinks date. Yeah.
0: A first date. Okay. Keep it short. Sweet coffee drinks. Yeah.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's been like, like I I will ensure that it's not like a five hour dinner (laughs) or something like this. That seems (laughs) that, that never goes well. (laughs) I would say.
0: Do you, do you plan the dates?
1: Yes. Most of the time I do. Yeah.
0: So, you know, uh, like women, like when the guy plans, <laughs> you know, like, I, I do, I do, so, you know, I okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the biggest pet peeves I hear about app dating apps. Is like the guys don't ask for the number, don't plan the date and take initiative enough. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, if guys like knew to do that a little more, it would be a lot better <laughs> for them too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, to every guy who was listening, I definitely recommend No,
0: we need more male listeners. Um okay, I want to wrap up. I want to hear your either your worst first date story or the riskiest thing you've done, you know, in trying to ask someone out or like kind of in dating. And then I do have a couple of listener questions that we can like kind of go through rapid fire. So, what kind of story do you want to share with us? like a funny story or a I mean the worst first date stories or worst date stories are generally like yes for entertainment purposes um <laughs>
1: but um you no, don't okay. have to. I have a fun one I mean like, okay yeah. sure sure one like that, that I that I dated in in COVID like our first date was like she challenged me to a fight
0: <laughs> Wait, okay what <laughs>
1: <laughs> she does martial arts and she's like way better than me I mean you know I'm still bigger but like she could kick my ass, and she did. So,
0: yeah. Okay, wait, hold on. We need. I need more details. What type of martial arts <laughs> was this? Uh, she uh, well,
1: she, she does a uh, taekwondo. Um, okay. She does, I was like, you want to fight in a park?
0: <laughs> wait, wait. So you met up? Okay. So no, wait, hold on. No, it's okay, COVID.
1: It, and you it met... was before COVID, so we met. You know, we started dating before COVID, right? Uh, well, just <laughs> before COVID, and I mean, we knew each other. We were friends. We never met during. We, we didn't meet via the app. And yeah, so you know, we had a couple of drinks, and she said, "Like, you want to fight?" <laughs> and so I love did. how
0: you were like, "I love how you're like, wow, this per- this person's challenging me to a fight at our first date. I definitely want to date her."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh,
0: conflict. Like <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, she definitely like kicked my ass too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is so funny. It, oh my gosh. That's so funny. I love that. And also I don't recommend anyone fight on their dates because um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> okay. So let's, let me just pull up these questions. So on Instagram, I asked, it was a kind of like an ask a 30 year old man so. kind of thing. <laughs> um, okay. Do you feel like it's easier for you to find women you're interested in on the apps or in real life? Let me say something about offline versus online dating.
1: Okay, I do prefer like meeting people online because you know you you know who they are. I mean, th- there's more information about them than meeting people offline. But one thing that online interactions misses is this tension. So somehow you know when you when you meet a person off- offline, if you are interested in like maybe your well I don't know coworker or something like this, um, then. Like what makes it exciting is the tension,' it's like this uncertainty of whether or not you like that person, right? like if you meet someone on an app, you do know that there's some attraction already, but having this like mystery of whether or not that other that there's some attraction, I think that that's kind of exciting, and I think that you nailed so-
0: it, yeah, you nailed it like it's so true, like in person, you do have this tension, and that is what sometimes makes it exciting. It's just right, the right, tension right. alone, the will they won't they, the does he does not he like, and then on the apps, it's like, oh yeah, you're single, I'm single, so I guess. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, We can yeah. talk. Sure, <laughs> that's a that's a driver for a lot of relationships.
0: Okay, I like that answer. How long do you talk to someone before you meet with them from the apps?
1: As soon as possible. Well, I, I I ask for the number first for most of the most of most of the time, and after texting back and forth for like one day, I'll ask them out. Yeah.
0: Okay. So how much how much messaging on the apps do you do before you get their number?
1: So there'll always be sort of a first topic of conversation, which is the opener, and then you talk about basically you know what are you doing? What are you, I mean, what do you do? And so on. And some elaboration and aspects right. of the profile. And after one or two stories like that, then almost immediately, and if there's an interest, then I'll definitely ask them. Yeah.
0: I love that. That's, yeah, it's exactly right. Like it, it has to happen quickly. You're not talking to someone on hinge yeah. for a week. Yeah. yeah. No, no you're, you have no time for that. You're, yeah. you're, you have too many dates. You're like, let's, let's go. <laughs> okay. So someone asked you like, do you feel like there's any pressure for you to be partnered at this age?
1: Yes. I mean, where's the pressure coming from? Yeah. So, so you mentioned that, um, so I'm of Asian descent and you know, that's a very, that's a stereotype, which is actually true. Uh, it comes from parents. Yeah. Okay. So your
0: parents, you feel the pressure from your parents. Yeah.
1: yeah, hundred percent. I do. Yeah.
0: Can I ask, like, is that a, is that like a, Every time you show up at their place, they're asking you where, where's your wife? Like, what, like, what is exactly, it?
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly.
0: It's that. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: So my 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 dad, my, you know, my dad was like a comic. Um, he, he, well he so he passed, but he was used to. He's a really funny guy, and he always asks like, you know, whenever I, you know leave home to to go back to where I am now, they'll say, uh, oh, uh, make sure you come back with you know S three the next time, <laughs> with <laughs> the assumption of having a child immediately or something. Does it get to you, or do you just brush it off? I mean, to be honest, it does get to me sometimes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it definitely adds to some sense of insecurity, like to some extent, but not entirely.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't
1: how, like, I I how to regulate it.
0: It would get to me too. And I'm glad that you have ways to regulate it. Okay. Someone asked, do you want to see sexier pictures on the apps or like middle <laughs> of the road pictures to, to just show what they look like full body?
1: Huh. Uh, full body pictures are appreciated for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it's, do uh, they need to be spicy?
1: Not really. Yeah. I don't think either way is is, is fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Okay. So if someone had like more, like they're really flaunting their body, uh, would that, would that be like, oh, they're just looking for something casual or like, do you not, does it matter? Like it's neutral. Yeah. That's I kind of assume that. Okay. Christopher, we're going to wrap up here. Is there anything else you want to share with us?
1: Well, so there was a question about the most fun date experience I had and and that was line dancing recently like i'm terrible at dancing like, i move like i'm very clumsy to be honest but um this person suggested line dancing and i just came with it and I was really bad uh but we had a great time like amazing. oh
0: my gosh that's so fu- so do you do you feel like you're a pro line dancer now like would you do it again? oh <laughs> do it again.
1: of course i would do it again i would definitely do it again but i'm not pro at all man.
0: That's so great. You know, you're you're clearly a yes man. You know, you're gonna fight in a park. You'll do line dancing. You'll, <laughs> if someone invites you to karaoke, I'm sure you won't be won't be able to get there fast enough. Um, you know, it's fantastic. Well, I want to say thank you so much for coming on, for being open, so vulnerable thank and you. honest. Like yeah, your insight will help so many people, and it just I really can't wait for uh, the audience to listen to this conversation. So thank you. Well, thanks for the
1: podcast, Holly. It's also been helpful for my. Under I
0: would say. <laughs> Amazing. I reached out to Christopher for an update on how it's going with the person he mentioned in this episode, and I'll have to report back if he tells me what da- what went down because he hasn't answered me yet. But fingers crossed that it's working out. This conversation just lit me up. I really admired Christopher's willingness to get out of his comfort zone and say yes. He's so self-aware, and I think that's really key to working on yourself, whether you're dating, in a relationship, or living that sweet single life. If you have any thoughts on this conversation, I'd love to hear them. You can DM me at dating.intentionally on Instagram. By the way, if you're actively dating and want to be on the podcast, the link to apply is in my bio link. As I'm recording this, I'm about to go to Japan. So if you apply and don't hear from me for a while, that's why. But I will be reading applications soon and I'll get back to you. So thanks for applying in advance. I want to answer a listener question and this one comes up a lot. The question is... How do you express your interest in progressing into a serious relationship without scaring someone off? Can you relate? I definitely can. It is scary to share how you feel. It is scary to date someone and know you want to go to the next step, but you have no idea where they're at. So here is my answer. First of all, you tell them you're interested. And I'll get to why you shouldn't worry about scaring them off in a minute. But to do this in a way that, is direct and honest? Speak in I statements. I like you. I want to take this more seriously. I think there's something here worth exploring. What do you think? How do you feel about that? That's kind of how you approach the conversation. When you speak in I statements, there's less pressure. Don't ask, what are we? Don't ask, what do you want? Say where you're at first. And no, before anyone starts yelling at me in their heads, this isn't chasing someone. This is honest, open, and direct communication. This is what we're aiming for. And this scenario is great practice to build the muscle of direct communication. All right, so it is scary, right? When you are in this situation and you're gonna tell someone that you like them and you want to take the relationship to the next level, it's a risk. But what is the worst that can happen? The right person won't be scared off. The right person will be somewhat on the same page or feel close enough to how you feel to say, yeah. I want the same. Let's do it. If they don't say that, great. Rejection is redirection. You've now saved yourself possibly a month of waiting and waiting to, for them to decide on you. But listen, you're not an option. You're either it or you're not it for them. If they don't know about you after like a month, what do they still need to know at that point to decide if they want to pursue exclusivity, right? or just the, the beginnings of a relationship? I'm not saying you should know if you want to marry someone if that's what you want after a month. But around after a month of dating, if you're seeing each other like one to two times a week, that's probably enough to know if this person is a match or not. So do it early. Get to the know faster. That's what I like to say. And if they're scared off and they're not ready, that's okay. It doesn't mean you're wrong or bad or undateable. You are dateable. You are desirable. And one random person you met on a dating app rejecting you or not feeling the same way doesn't change that. It doesn't define how desirable or dateable you are. It's okay. It happens to all of us. And also, what if they say yes? What if it works out? What if they're not scared off? How amazing is that going to be? And it will happen for you. So take the leap. You'll be okay no matter what. Do the scary thing. The right person won't be scared off. Well, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with our guest, Christopher. And if you're scared to say what you want, I hope I put things into perspective. And I just want to remind you that you're doing great. Once again, I'm Talia, and this has been Dating Intentionally. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Your feedback means a ton to me, and it helps me make this podcast as helpful as possible. I'll catch you next time.